0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: Initially, things were going well. The only issue was that he never wanted to FaceTime. Catfish! It's not in there, but I said that. I
2: don't think it's a catfish story. It's not a catfish story. I've read this story oh, already. It's not a catfish okay. story. You're good. <laughs> Reactions. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast.
1: I'm Hannah. I'm terrible at giving advice. And I'm Emily. I am terrible at taking advice. And welcome, welcome to, to our, our podcast. podcast.
2: We are doing a quarterly advice column, even though I don't know how quarterly this is. <laughs> I going to say. It's been like almost <laughs> a year. It's, it's been a minute. Half a year since we've done this, but regardless, we are here we're ready for this, but before we dive into it, we have an update from Hannah we do. from last week's episode. If you guys missed it, Hannah teased that she had a potential stalker. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you have a follow up for us? Do you, can you go into? Can you give us
1: more info? Yeah, I'm sure people are like hanging on the edge of their seats by this. Yeah, so let me just like quickly tell you the story. So, I was leaving work, and I had parked in a different place. Normally, I park really close to the building, but I had parked like further up. And I was, like, getting, like, taking all my bags to the car. And as a speech therapist, you always have, like, 17 bags. So um, note to self, get one big bag and put it all in there so you can just throw it in the car yes. instead of, like, turning your back. So the way I park, I turn my back to the rest of me. So I mean, to the rest, the rest of the, the world. world. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I turn to the my back of on myself. Um, um, I turn my back on myself, literally. Um, and I put stuff in my back seat and then get in my front seat and drive off. Well, typically, I always, like, look around because I'm in, you know. You just need to be aware of your surroundings. As a female, yes. Um, And I just felt someone watching me. So this dude with a dog is just like, (laughs) literally. I was like, hmm, I need to turn around. This man with a dog was just standing in the middle of the road just like looking at me. And I was like. In broad daylight? In broad daylight just looking at me. Like literally like dead still looking at me. And I was like. Okay. So I I did what anyone would do and say, "Oh, your dog's cute." Um, because no, okay, I'm
2: sorry. Not everybody would do that. I would never I would never do that. It
1: was just it was like a
2: social it was a thing, Hannah instinct.
1: Yeah, it was a social. I felt socially awkward. This person was socially awkward, and so I was like, "Oh, your dog's cute. Immediately want to pet her." <laughs> I was like, "Um, shit." <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I'm like petting the dog. And um, we just had this little conversation. And then I was like, okay, bye. Like, hop in my car and leave. Didn't really think much about it except for I did because I didn't even turn on my radio the whole drive home. I was looking in my mm-hmm. rear view, making sure there was no one, like, following me. Mm-hmm. But after that, I didn't think anything of it. Go to work the next day. Didn't think anything of it. At lunch, I told my coworkers about what happened. And they were all kind of like, hmm, that's weird. Uh, then I get a text at the end of the day from a coworker that was like, Hey, your friend's walking their dog up and down our street. Are you like,
2: is your office like in a residential Yes. Area? Our
1: office is in the middle of like residential and like businesses that are uh-huh. that are So the businesses are in houses. Gotcha. Okay. So they're, it's like a mixture. Um, so she was like, your friend's walking up and down our street. So, um, I was like, what? And he wasn't, so we were on like a long street. And he was walking like two our driveway and then back up and to our driveway and then back up that's, looking that's, that's weird. for that's, me. Mm. And mm. Um, mm. so my coworker was like, give me your keys. Like, I'm going to go out and I'll move your car. We'll move it to the back parking lot. Um, so she like goes out there. And then our other coworker was like, yeah, I'm going to move mine, too. So they go out there together, um, get in the car. <laughs> They're trying to make this big old move with the cards without this person seeing. Meanwhile, there's this older man doing exercises in the road like <laughs> he's literally running backwards down the road like i don't even know what he's doing but he's out there exercising <laughs> wait you left this part out when you told me yeah i was like watching from the window because i didn't want the guy to see that it wasn't me so so my co like in my car And, of course, we dressed, like, almost identical that day. We had on like, printed pants, a black shirt. Our hair was up. She has dark hair. We're, like, the same stature. Mm. Um, So she's, like, in the car waiting for this exercise man to get out of her way so that she can go down. And then, of course, the dude is right there and like waves hugely to my coworker. And so she just smiles and waves. And then she like waits for the exercise man to leave and then drives, but he's still watching. So she, instead of pulling in our back parking lot, she drove all the way down the street to make a U-turn to come back when he wasn't watching. So my other coworker gets in her car and follows the dude because he like sprint walks off and immediately gets in his car. So I'm like, is he gonna follow me? Like, what was the purpose of him, like, quickly walking to get in his car? Like, what's he gonna follow yeah, me home? No, so, my co worker pulls back. Like, we're all parked in the back, and we've, like, decided we're all gonna try to leave together, like a buddy system kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's something my co workers do. I haven't seen the dude since. Mm-hmm. So, it could just be like a coincidence that it happened two days could just be he wanted a new friend. It could be, he was stalking me. I'm not exactly sure. Um, but regardless, I'm on high alert everywhere I go now. And I am in the search of a really nice bag for all my speech therapy materials. So if you guys have any suggestions for a like teacher bag or like a speech therapist bag, like, please let me know. Um, but yeah, so may or may not have a stalker. Didn't see him at all this week. So oh, that's good. So I'm I'm going with it's just coincidence. My mom wanted me to take one of my dad's old golf clubs, <laughs> um, and put it in my car. So that's where okay, we're at with like, that. You need to play <laughs> softball. Can like I, I have so many softball bats I could put in my car. Yeah, like I probably keep one. Honestly, you would know how to swing it at least. Yeah, I was like, I was like, mom, maybe we should just start with pepper spray. <laughs> like, I don't nah, think I man. need to go like full out softball. i Beyonce. Go I'm like all Beyonce the, the, the amount of the time the it would bat. take me to get this golf club out of the tr- like
2: it just. How long does it take you to get... Bitch, you just pull that shit out, like, right fucking go. <laughs> it's in the trunk,
1: and I'm nah, not... No, man, you don't keep it in the trunk. You keep it in
2: the back seat. That way you can just easily whip that shit out and, like, bash yes, a dude's so, head in.
1: So I thought uh, I'd give you guys an update. But, yeah, so far I don't know if I have a stalker. i just erring on the side of caution when I walk to my car. So. As you always
2: should. Yes. As it will Yes,
1: be. Which, like, I had been. I just... Always turn my back to put my stuff in my car, and I won't be doing that anymore. I've been mm-hmm. parking in a new location that I yeah. don't have also, to do also, like, that, if so. you have that many things on you, you can't run away as quickly either. Exactly. So getting – the first step is getting a bag. Yeah. A nice bag. Yeah. So.
2: I always have, like, a – I usually have, like, a book bag in my purse, and I'll still – I will get in the front seat of my car with it all still on me, lock the doors, take it off, and mm-hmm. uh, put it in the back seat. But then, like, I don't hang around, like, in a parking lot too on long. On your phone or anything. No, yeah, I never do that. Um, yeah. I also don't get distracted, like being on my phone as I'm walking to my car. Right,
1: right. Or anything like that. Um, yeah. It's yeah. just living in creepy places by yourself mm-hmm. for as long as I have. But, like, learned. even, like, going to, like, your Target. Like, things happen in our yeah. parking lots. Like, it's just not a good place to be, like, just hanging out in a parking lot. Yeah. Me, I have, like, a backpack, a purse, a lunchbox, a lockbox. It's, it's just too no, many things. No. So, I just need to figure out how to condense it all into one bag. So Yeah. I it, If I can, like,
2: cram, like, my purse and all that stuff into one book bag and... Good to go. Yeah. Yeah, no. I I also just don't like making several trips and carrying lots of things. Same. I I am definitely a
1: bag lady. When we go on vacation? I'm a professional bag lady. When we go on vacation? We're both bag ladies. I I, think I'm worse. You are worse than me. (laughs) My boyfriend's always like, do you really need all that stuff? I'm like, you never know what the weather is going to be like. That is my excuse every time. I'm like, I don't know what the weather's going to be like, and I don't know what we're going to do. Trust me, when I went to Austin, Texas, I was the only person who
2: brought a checked bag and a carry-on.
1: I mean, you were going to Texas. like you don't I wasn't know. going for that long. <laughs> Here's my, my, my concern is like, I don't ever know what we're going to do. So I don't know how to pack. So if it's like all planned out, like on trips, like we go on where we're like, we're going to do this, this, and this, like, I kind of know what to bring. I still yeah. overpack. I don't know how to not. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: Trust me. When I went to my friend's wedding in Rochester, that was the most like condensed packing I've ever done. I took just one carry on and I took a carry on. Yes. Was I like, remember you telling me Because this. like.
1: Because you had, the ni- the, you were literally going to be wearing a bridesmaid's dress yeah, like the, all day. I,
2: the night I got there, it was a rehearsal dinner, so I knew to wear that dress, and then the next day was the wedding, so it was going to be my
1: bridesmaid's dress all day, and then that day after that, I was flying home. It's because so. you literally just need lounge clothes. Yeah. For, like, the Airbnb and stuff. Yeah. Like... Nice. That was a cool Airbnb. Oh, my God, yes. We should just go there just to stay there.
2: There's absolutely nothing else to do in Rochester. I'm so sorry, Rochester, New York. My friends who are from Rochester, New York will also back me up on that.
1: They're like, "Eh, yeah, it's questionable.
2: (laughs) They were like, like, "Mm, you can go eat a garbage plate, and that is it. And I no longer – I never want to eat a garbage plate. I'm sorry. Do you know what a garbage plate is? I've never heard of this. Is it
1: like a a bunch of food or something?
2: Kind of. It was founded like in – Rochester. I'll show you a photo of it in a second. Hold on. Let me but well, let me tell you what's all. It is a landmark eatery celebrated for its garage plate. It's a mashup of meats, fries, salad, and sauces, like mac and cheese salad. Um Mac and cheese salad? Yeah. Oh. That's what it looks oh, like. Oh that like, looks
1: like really difficult for me to eat. That's a lot of mixture. It's just like such like it's definitely like a hangover kind of food food, yeah. I would say. But all my friends from
2: that area, like they don't eat that. Like it's usually like hash browns, macaroni salad, baked beans, or French fries with like either burgers or hot dogs. Like sounds like like a big like Southern
1: cookout all into one plate. But
2: Rochester, New York, which is basically Southern North, It's just Canada.
1: (laughs) I said Southern North.
2: (laughs) No, you're right there at the border of Canada and America.
1: Southern Canada? I don't know. I'm making it. Like up now. It's like the
2: trashy version of poutine, I think. Okay. okay. That's how I like okay. to get it. Because Canadians love poutine and everything. Yeah. Do you know
1: what that is? It, I think so. Is that that It's fries stuff- with gravy. Yeah. 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 Again, no. you're like, no. No, Mm-mm. thank you. I'm Mm-mm. good. I don't like <laughs> but, weird foods. You know this.
2: Trust me. I We know this. We know this. Mm-hmm. We, know this. Mm-hmm. we go to the same places We're and get the same eaters. food all the time. It's fine. I hate being a picky eater. It's the <laughs> worst thing li- in the world. But you eat oysters, so... Uh, and I know a lot of people do not eat oysters.
1: Only that the oh, only time I clams, ever I'm sorry, you eaten eat clams. oysters was with you. No those those some of those oysters at the Darling were really really good. Yes, I love but oysters. But some of them remember that one I had and I was like, "Oh, too slimy and sandy, like I can't." You just did like a briny one. You like sweet ones. Sure. I like any oysters. I like oysters. clams cuz they're smaller and not as slimy. It's the texture. It's the texture for me. I just can't get behind it. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> do you call Mari? Oh my gosh, my friends had me try calamari. And I was like it literally just tastes like fried batter. That's what it yeah. But I don't like the texture of Where did you get it from though? Like, like a al- seafood
2: restaurant. Oh, I was like did yeah. you do like the fucking like Olive Garden oh, or god something? like god no, <laughs> I would
1: never eat calamari for ugh. Oh, I used to get tilapia at Olive Garden. Ugh. And then I heard that tilapia is bottom feeders and I was like absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely not never eating it again. I mean technically like lobster is the cockroach of the sea. Well, I I do prefer crab. Over lobster, it, but that's lobster. A the spider is of the sea. Well, we like to eat spiders in this uh, town. Okay, okay. <laughs> we have a lobster food truck that's like across across the road from my apartment. Sometimes, which I've been to like one time. Yeah, so I've been to it way more times than you have. <laughs> yep, it's very expensive. That's why I do not frequent it. Thank you. <laughs> meanwhile i used to live at the coast so like i can eat i love like all types of seafood yeah i do really love seafood like it's so it's so good but i only like to eat it when i'm like at the coast yeah like i'm not a big muscles
2: with me that one time when you years eat though Mm -hmm. so you had some of my muscles yeah yeah
1: Yeah. you like sushi more than i do though i do like sushi Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i don't think you're that picky i'm not i'm just selective selective on what i like to eat so sure (laughs) Mm -hmm. yep We'll just go with that. That sounds better than picky, so.
2: Well, we also do not have a Bachelor update for you guys. We will have it for you next week because, Loki, we didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it because you didn't have power. I didn't watch it because I lost power. I didn't watch it because I had other things
1: going on. But then, like, I also just had no drive Maybe to- I'll watch it tonight. Here's my thing. I feel like I'm going to waste my time. Like, I feel like it's going to be a waste of an hour. So, like, I need to have something to do. I don't like the first episode to begin with. I never like, liked the first episode. I don't I think it's so want to hear all the I literally don't care how you arrive. I just want you to be in the house.
2: <laughs> there was apparently like the the cutest guy that was on the show, according to my mother,
1: uh, was this dude who showed up in a cat suit. Does Katie like cats or something? I don't fucking know. Okay, This is okay. Now I'm have, now I'm intrigued. And Not like
2: a, like a you know Angelina Jolie.
1: And no, like Hathaway. an actual cat like, suit. Like an actual like a like, cat onesie. Yeah, like, Oh <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Nope, I'm good. I'm totally like actually good. like
2: a furry like cat nope. suit, not like a sleek leather. Not like, like a sleek cat like cat woman like kind of. Y- yeah, no. Sh-
1: like rar. Not
2: like Ariana <laughs> Grande with like little ears and everything like now, that. That oh. would be attractive.
1: Yes. The other no. is just disturbing. Well, it's like it's like cat I feel like hat. that's where you are. Maybe like five years into a relationship, like. Wearing a cat onesie. People
2: do, you know. I mean, Katie. But did, people are into that. Katie had it like, interesting. um. Maybe, you know, yeah. Arrival. Maybe he so, was.
1: Yeah, maybe he was trying to like, yeah, level up. I don't know. I'm just gonna be interested. Maybe to he see. was insinuating other things by being a cat.
2: There's always that possibility.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out once we watch the episode. We, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just. Oh, God, I just. It's a little cringy. Yeah, it is. Just the whole. Honestly, the whole premise of the show is a like, little cringy. I honestly, like. <laughs> I like the show when we get, like,
2: five to the episodes final four?
1: There's, <laughs> so like, the top six or something like that. Like, like I like the cattiness, and I like the drama. I could care less about the dates. Which, does that make me a bad person? Do no. I just feed off of other people's dramas? Yes. No, you
2: just, like, I think you like reality shows more than you like the dating aspect of it. So you probably would enjoy other reality shows more yeah. than this yeah. one. Probably, like, I'm surprised you never watched The Hills.
1: Yeah, you no. would
2: enjoy The Hills a lot more. Maybe
1: I'll watch it. Yeah. Where is it? It's located? on Hulu. Hulu, the, Hulu. got Hulu. On Hulu
2: now because they now have the New Beginnings that's out now too, which I had not watched.
1: Okay, it, okay. Like,
2: they brought back the cast. It's just there's no Lauren Conrad, so like I don't care to watch the new version yeah. of it um, because Lauren Conrad is is The Hills. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, Kristen Cavallari did, like, the last two seasons of The Hills, and I do love Kristen Cavallari. I mean, I'm obsessed with her. She was just in Charleston, and I wasn't, and I, I was know. very upset about she that. She was
1: texting me about mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. like i could do anything for you how okay, was i just yeah. gonna transport you there <laughs> yes <laughs> my mother is more obsessed with kristen cavallari than
2: i am though mm. so mm-hmm. she's on the new season i think of the hills new beginnings gotcha so. gotcha
1: who knows who knows maybe, i've always maybe loved maybe the like that show though okay well maybe i'll watch it i need some new shows so yeah that one if you're wanting like catty drama that's a good one okay to go for i just think it's funny i think the men are funny I'm but i'm surprised I, you never watched the real housewives either i, I don't think i i don't think so I liked Dance Moms. I've never watched The Real Housewives. <laughs> I never have, but I know so many people who
2: are obsessed with reality shows that watch The Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. Like that's like their favorite thing. They all have a favorite city that they watch, mm-hmm. and they live for like the drama of that because, like, something about like the Pumps or something. I oh, have that sounds
1: interesting. And no confusing idea that he has the like the time. Beverly
2: Hills one. I could be completely wrong. If you watched. Real Housewives, let us know. Yeah, let us know which one we let, should watch, because yeah. there's <laughs> several kinds. Trust me, uh, Kat, one of my friends, she's obsessed with it. She, I think she knows everything about, like, all of them. She, That's her thing. She, like, lives and breathes Bravo and Oxygen. Like... <laughs> wow oxygen the network see i'm not that in, like, like the i would
1: literally just want it for like background noise like i'm not that invested that's how i was with the kardashians like, yeah oh when I was no like, i can't i never really, I can't get like,
2: behind that i just put it on in the background because like when i was an undergrad like i always had to have background noise when i was like doing stuff and like there was nothing ever fucking on tv because i yeah. didn't have streaming back then yeah so i just put like the kardashians on I the just, background. their
1: voices it's their voices for me it's gotten to and your speechness the way they like speak so incredibly slow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways.
2: <laughs> Anyways, what's your captivation this week?
1: The song Bad Chick by Liv Grace Blue. I have found her on TikTok. She does that, like, don't need a man song. I don't know if you're on that side of TikTok. I'm, but not, I'm not on that side of TikTok. She so. is so incredibly talented. So I saw her... Um, TikTok of where she literally calls her producer and it's like, Hey, I need to be in, I need to come to the studio today. Like, I wrote this song about who this guy that I broke up with and how my girlfriend's like helped me through it. And um, she was like, Let me sing it for you. And he was like, Okay, she literally runs against a water bottle to like do her beat, sings in the track, gets to the chorus, and he's like, Okay, yes, yes, like be, be here in like 30, 45 minutes. Within like a week, releases the song. And it is so good. Like, it's such a good like summer jam. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Definitely obsessed with that song, but... It's a bop. It's it a is. Bop. It really it to is. me the
2: other hmm Yeah. I would say my captivation this week is probably more... Um, oh. Particular, um, for those of you who have eye problems, I don't have eye problems. I just have, um, <laughs> allergy problems. <laughs> so if you're struggling with the amount of pollen that's going on right now, you'll be able to relate to this. I get severe itchy eyes. Sometimes I get like really red eyes too when I drink like a ton of caffeine. Yeah,
1: just me and caffeine don't get along. So I Mine get really these- red after I've like watched like the computer. Like I've been on the computer all day. I think it's the oh, straining, I but. You also wear glasses, though. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm supposed to. You're supposed to. I have perfect vision. I okay, I have perfect
2: vision. <laughs> I do. Anyways, so I saw these on TikTok again, and these are the Lumify eye drops by Bosch and Lom. I have no idea if I'm saying that correctly or not.
1: <laughs>
2: but I got them at Target. They're like a fucking eleven dollars for eye drops.
1: Okay, well, eye drops don't—they last forever. Well, these says they expire um, January of next year. Oh, you should definitely throw those away when they expire because they're going into your eyeball.
2: (laughs) It says, like, January 2022. Okay.
1: Okay. So, but these are the tits.
2: Like, (laughs) they make your eyes so white and, like, you don't look tired at all. There's this girl, I think her name's Chloe. She posted about it on TikTok and she says she does it, like, as part of her makeup routine just because, like, it makes her eyes look bigger and more open and not as closed off and red and irritated so i've been using these like almost every day and so far it's been fine to even use with my last extensions okay so, yeah i was gonna ask you about that since you have those yeah so if you um struggle with allergies
1: this time of year get yourself some lumify eye drops yeah i seriously might get some
2: they are they are really great i gotta yeah. go to target then, yeah so. you can get at target love target yeah not a, not a sponsor but sponsored no, I'm just but, kidding. but i'll take it honestly <laughs> please do thank you so much so, before we get into today's episode, we're going to do a little bit of housekeeping really quickly. Uh, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at the Gals Guide Pod. Also, follow us on our personal social medias. Mine is at Emily Elise, and mine is at Hannah Nicole Adams. And then make sure you guys are also joining our Secret Facebook group, which is where we ask you guys questions like this. And if you're also following us on Instagram, you can also be a part of this too. We ask you guys sometimes for questions if you guys have advice that you need um or input on you can Both always send recommendations us an email. literally
1: anything yeah
2: you can send us an email you can dm us on instagram or you can reply to our stories when we ask you guys and solicit those and they might be taken into consideration for a future episode also if you're listening on apple podcast make sure you guys subscribe rate and review us give us five stars leave us a little blurb and if you're listening on spotify make sure you guys hit that subscribe button we really do appreciate it so quarterly advice column it's not really quarterly i was gonna say might be a little fine. late but it's okay we're here we're good <laughs> we asked you guys on instagram on facebook on you know everything on our personal social media for you guys to send us in some questions that you had that you needed advice on and we kind of tailored this one to like love and relationships since we haven't done like a really big like relationship episode recently and th- these are some serious ones <laughs> They have some different things. We have some wedding stuff. We have some, like, you know, new dating stuff, especially with COVID and everything. So, we are going to jump into them. Hannah has not read any of these. I am the one who, like, tailored all of them together. So, you're going to get, like, her genuine
1: reaction. I'm excited. To this. Since I'm terrible at giving advice, let's just see how this goes. <laughs> but I think it's going to be fun. So, okay. So, our first one, I'm just going to cut right to the chase.
2: We met on Bubble, and I fancied him the second I saw him. We had an amazing first date, and from the then started dating we would text every day and see each other a couple times a week by six weeks I was completely mad about this boy he had told me he loved me in his sleep and I was so excited then he broke up with me in the cruelest way saying I don't want you to make any effort to hang out with me anymore he said he wanted to see me and have sex but he didn't want to date because he was still in love with his ex-girlfriend guessing the I love you was for her then I was so unbelievably upset and shocked. He went from zero to 10 in a week. I was absolutely crazy about this boy and so embarrassed that I liked him so much for only knowing him six weeks. Anyways, it took me two years to get over him and this shocked to the system. I find it hard to talk about this because I find it embarrassing that I was so hung up about it for so long. So if you gals or anyone else is feeling the same thing, please give me advice and I hope this makes everyone else feel better if you're listening. Okay,
1: I'm shocked that he... The way that he broke up with her was just, I don't want, y- I don't want you to make any effort to hang out with me anymore. Like, <laughs> like, like what? putting it back on her. Yeah. It he was completely complete gaslighting. Completely just switched it. Yeah. Like. He doesn't want to take any responsibility for it whatsoever. Uh,
2: like, like. It's uh, fine if you still have
1: feelings for your ex. That's yes, completely fine. And well it's normal. Yeah. It's normal to, and it's normal to take time, but that doesn't mean that you can't date just because you're like taking time to get over an ex. Apparently on
2: TikTok, I've seen there's a trend where like um, girls are finding out that
1: guys have a favorite ex. Okay, I definitely don't have a favorite ex. I don't like any of them. So oh, I'm I not definitely with have them. a favorite ex. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we know this. <laughs> True. That's a really interesting concept on TikTok. What in the world? We all
2: know you're the favorite ex.
1: <laughs> Me of your of blanks. Oh yes. Oh absolutely. That's why we're back together. <laughs> Duh.
2: <laughs> he always went back to you. <laughs> But this girl. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I I don't think it's insane to have been in love with somebody. Like, I mean, it was love. Like, to take that long to get over somebody that you never, like, really dated even. Yeah. I, I mean, you didn't know him for that long. You only knew him for, like, six weeks. I think it's – those the hardest, like, situationships to get over in a way. And so, like, I want to validate, like, your feelings and, like, your experience because I have personally been there. Like, I think – it's harder because you just don't have a like, th- concrete closure like you do right. with an like, actual breakup of, like, we were together. We had this semblance of a committed relationship with each other, and it was going on for so long, and now there's a clean-cut ending. Like, granted, like there, it does sound like there's a breakup, and most of the times, like, when you're in a situationship, like, no matter how long it is, you can try to pretend that there's not going to be a breakup,
1: but there's still going to be a fucking breakup, like, because you're ending things. Well, and I feel like when you're in something that's not defined, it doesn't really feel like it's over because yes. it didn't ever really begin yeah so it's almost like you're holding on to hope that maybe some maybe they'll come back and change their mind or holding on to hope that like maybe they're gonna be like oh just kidding like I don't know like yeah there was never really like a start to an actual relationship it was just kind of like I don't know and this person may have like they may have spent like every minute of six weeks together, like you never know, like that, that's a lot of time to get to know somebody. Um, I mean, it's a month and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're spending a ton of time with this person and it is easy sometimes to fall in love with people quickly or like become not attached, but like really into them in a, in a quick manner. So, I just think like,
2: you know, just doing whatever you can to distract yourself. And I think, I don't know if you've been dating, in these two years you've been trying to get over him or, like, you always compare every person back back to him. But I I think don't ever try to compare somebody to an ex because I've done that before where I've gone on first dates and I, at first, when I was trying to get over somebody, like, was always just constantly comparing them to the last person. Be Like, well, they didn't make me laugh like this person did. You Mm -hmm. know, we didn't have conversations like that. me and that person did. So not trying to, like live up to this comparison because ideally it's six weeks so you also don't know the person completely yeah no you definitely you had this idea of them that mm-hmm. you have put on a pedestal mm-hmm. and that's who you're trying to get over not essentially who they are as a person because who they are as a person is a shitty fucking person because they broke up with you and like that yeah that's who they are as a person yeah not this exactly. ped- that's the
1: version that you put on a pedestal so take them off And the that pedestal. they wanted to continue to see you but not not get anything out of it. Yeah. They just wanted to use you for their own benefit and
2: everything. So that's who they are as a person. So you can think back on fond memories you may have but always reminding yourself of how they fucking treated you at the same time because that shows more of who their character is than anything else. Mm -hmm. And it's going to take time to get over them. I'm never going to tell you that you need to hurry up and get over somebody because (laughs) your bitch, you know, took forever all of undergrad
1: to get over the college boy. It's
2: fine. Yeah.
1: Everybody gets over things in their own time. Yeah. So... But it's also, you
2: got to realize how much it is inhibiting you from also living your whole life when you constantly just compare somebody to this version of who they used to be or, you know, someone that, you know, you've essentially made up in your head because you're, no one's ever going to be able to live up to that because they're in your head. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a fictional character in a way. And it's usually, it's the idea of somebody you have created, I'm assuming you're a woman and I think, you know, men are a lot better when they're written by women and you've completely written this whole character in your head so no man's going to ever live up to that.
1: Yeah. Period. All right, the next one. I have a problem. I love that. Me too. <laughs> I'm extremely introverted and lose energy when I need to be around people for too long. However, when I first meet people or if I know I'm only going to be around someone for a couple of hours, I'll be very chatty, entertaining, and seem very extroverted. However, as soon as I need to spend a whole day with someone, not just a couple of hours, I'll be much quieter and calmer. I find this to be a problem because I attract people who like my high energy self, but then when I become quiet, they strongly dislike it and don't understand it. They're usually the kind of people who find silence uncomfortable. At the same time, with my high energy and entertaining Personality, I feel like I often scare away more quiet people. I've tried being more quiet when I first meet someone, but I find it unnatural and like I'm suppressing myself. What should I do? Mm. Mm. I feel like I thought you were introverted
2: when I first met you. Mm -hmm. Like you did not say many words when I first met you. And I
1: know most people who, when I tell you that, I tell them that Hannah's like wild, they're like, Really, Hannah? Yeah, I definitely have some social anxiety. Like, um, like for example, I went um to a cookout with my boyfriend for some of his friends. It was like a housewarming, cookout, get together thing, and I literally knew one person there. And the whole time, like, like going, like getting there, driving there, I was like nervous because I'm always like really shy and really quiet when mm-hmm. I first meet people, or if I don't know the situation, or if mm-hmm. I'm like anxious about meeting people. Um, get a truly in me, and then I'm. Chad <laughs> Kathy, um, <laughs> but I like I definitely relate because I feel I feel the opposite though I feel like I'm more introverted when I first meet people mm-hmm. and then when I really get to know you I'm like super extroverted yeah but I don't feel like you should change yourself if they don't no. like you when you are quieter and calmer then um bye like yeah they should. They should like you for who you are, no matter what that is. You can't always be extroverted and high energy all the time. Like, everybody can be avert. Yeah, you sound like you're like in between.
2: Yeah, I think for me, like, I'm very much an extrovert. Everybody will be the first one to tell you that it's my ADHD. <laughs> but I am the kind of person where I. I am a person who struggles with silence because I get uncomfortable when it's somebody that I do not know very well. Like, me and you can sit there in an hour. We literally just sat here for an hour in silence, like,
1: working on stuff. That's fine. Mm -hmm.
2: But if it's somebody I don't know really well and nothing's going on, we're just sitting there or something, I don't care if we're at work or wherever we're at, if we're just, you know, there's a lull in the conversation. Like, I feel like I have the need to keep driving the conversation. Yeah, which is exhausting. Yeah, and and it's just like... I don't like doing that because I don't want to make the other person feel uncomfortable, but I also don't want to sit there in silence because it's like, what do we do? (laughs) Yeah. I just don't know how to deal with that. Now, if I'm dating somebody, like, there's so many different scenarios, but people I'm closer to, I am perfectly fine with that. Now, I will say, I, if I really like somebody, if I'm on a date with somebody, who I am with you is not who I usually am on a date Mm -hmm. with somebody. Yeah. Anybody that I'm dating, not just like the first date, I really do not act like my complete self unless I am 100% comfortable with you. And I'm trying to think if I've... There's only been one person that when I was dating them, I probably was my loud, dominating self. Was there alcohol involved a couple times? Yes. But... Which is not a bad thing. No. It loosens you up. But it was because this person was... Equally loud, if not louder than me, so it made me feel like to match their energy <laughs> exactly, which is what I like. I love super extroverted people. I love right. people who are loud and who take up space. I am fine with like driving the conversation. Like there's other guys that I've dated where like we have a lot of conversation, but I am suppressing a little bit of myself because maybe you don't think I'm as funny as I naturally am. Like I'm about like I'm eighty percent of who I am instead of like a hundred percent of who I am, mm-hmm. and that's why I think I got along with that with that one favorite ex <laughs> who I was 100% more of myself with, and they have seen me in every scenario they could possibly see me in. Right. Kind of thing. Like, right. I'm very comfortable with my emotions around them and everything. So I've been silent around them before. And I think they were more disturbed by my silence, but it was more of you're never silent. So like it's everything okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I was going to say too, I think the more that this person is around these people, like the more that you spend time with people, the more they get to see all the sides of you. And the more then you can determine like, is this a friendship that's going to, or a relationship is going to continue or or are they only here because I make them laugh or I'm high energy or like drive the party, you know, like you can Mm kind of tell, I feel like as you hang out with people more and more and more.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, like we said, don't change yourself. Stay who you are. And if the people, you know, have an issue with it or, like, they mention it to you, just be like, oh, like, I'm just more quiet. And sometimes, like, it's totally fine. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not saying that you had to be quiet, too.
1: Yeah. Like, I need need room to breathe. You need to
2: recharge (laughs) sometimes. It's totally fine. Absolutely. So, I'm getting married in November. Awesome. Congratulations. My fiancé and I are 22. Okay. That's... I'm so young, but <laughs> neither here nor there. <laughs> we both have plenty of family who are alcoholics, including my 24-year-old brother, who is an added recovery and says alcohol is one of his biggest triggers in- to drug use. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Mm-hmm. My mom very heavily suggested that we have an alcohol-free wedding so it would be safer for him to attend, which I'm perfectly happy to do. And my fiancé prefers the, I- the idea as well because it means his own family won't be getting intoxicated at all. Trust me, I understand that. Like. Having family members getting drunk around other family members, it's not a cute picture. Interesting, (laughs) not a cute picture sometimes. Like, I often fear the idea sometimes for my own wedding. (laughs) Anyway, my fiance is making a website for our wedding. He's a computer science major, so he's really into HTML and anything he can do himself on a computer, he wants to do himself rather than pay for a wedding website template. He also decided to include a list of rules and notes for the wedding, i.e., my new last name parking info, travel info, alcohol free detail,
1: etc. I love this already. I am here for this. I love when people just list things out for me. Yes. So I know what to expect and what to do. Absolutely.
2: (laughs) I believe some of the info could be worded a little differently to sound better. So I plan on rewriting those parts with him tonight. I'm an extroverted one and the better writer. So we both agree that I'm better at communicating information in a way that will seem a little less uptight feel that but I decided to send my mom the list to see her thoughts on it if there was anything that needs to be changed up that I could see myself that I couldn't see myself so then she told me that it's extremely rude to have a list of rules for our wedding especially rules as frivolous as no flash photography that her own relatives will most likely decide not to go when they see that and that she needs to set me and my fiance both straight The thing is, I keep trying to explain to her that flash photography rule is to accommodate my nine-year-old nephew, my fiance's brother's kid, with epilepsy, who is extremely prone to seizures.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's important.
2: (laughs) I want to make sure he can be there, especially since I want his little sister to be the flower girl. Okay, so important people. I told her that she's being hypocritical by asking me to have an alcohol-free wedding and apparently not let anyone know it's alcohol-free until they get there. To accommodate my brother, which, again, happy to do, but then to get so angry at me for having any other rules put in place. She says she's done with me and that no one wants to go to a wedding with rules like that. Anyway, am I an asshole for trying to communicate rules such as no flash photography at my wedding? I really don't want to come across as uptight, but I also really don't want to have to explain to everyone we invite by singling out my nephew. No. Okay, you
1: shouldn't first have to sing out your nephew, first of all. First off... That I've been to weddings where you literally have to put your phone in a basket. Yes, I so, support that one hundred percent. So I'm like, no, absolutely not. It's your honestly. Here's the thing: it's your day. Yeah. You can do whatever the heck you want to do. And if your mom is against that, because the only person I mean, it should your be doing day. the only person that should be doing flash photography at all should be the wedding photographer, and that's a exactly. rule that you can go
2: over with with your wedding photographer.
1: And I don't, why is anybody else doing flash photography? I was going to say, nine times out of ten, no one's going to, but at the same time, putting that in there, I don't think is rude at all. No. I don't think it's, if you're going to already say things like, we're, it's alcohol free, like, I do think that going ahead and just putting it in there, like, why would you, why would you wait? And yeah. and you know what? If it deters people from coming f- to your wedding s- solely because of that rule, then they're not going to, they don't need to be there in the first no. place. Clearly, like, they don't, don't, clearly they
2: don't care about you. Yeah. So. Like I'm literally telling people,
1: whenever I get married, like your,
2: your phones, like you're going to check your phones, and when you get there and everything, I don't want to see a single fucking phone or anybody else trying to take a photo when during my wedding or my reception, like. I have a photographer. I'm paying thousands of dollars for. You will get the photos. I don't want
1: Aunt Susan's photo to be the first one posted on Facebook. Bet if I see a fucking <laughs> iPad at my wedding, bitch, no. I'm just picturing like somebody like recording you I will on the grab iPad. That I will
2: walk down from the altar, You'd grab the like, iPad, and throw it. You
1: would like throw it and be like, oh, "We're redoing this. Hold on, just one second.
2: <laughs> I don't care how much money it costs me to redo this. We're fucking redoing it. Like no, like why? I don't understand why people are so desperate to see their own photos at a wedding. Like,
1: well, and like, like I have no, I've not planned ever planned a wedding. Um, but I can imagine it's very stressful for everyone involved. Oh yeah, um, especially the bride, and and probably the parents of the bride and the parents of the groom. So maybe just like finding a way to sit her down and just explain one why you're doing it, but two also that it's your wedding and that you really want to, you know do what works for you and what's important to you. And you only get, you only get this day once if you're lucky. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I don't, and I don't see like why I, I understand.
2: Like if, you think, I don't know if the mom's paying for all of this and everything like that. And you feel like you have to run the by the, the list by her and everything like that. But I just don't think you need her opinion for this kind of thing. Mm-mm. Like, Mm-mm. it's your day. I would continue with what you're doing and post that need, website. Like, yeah. You don't need to out your nephew about this and everything like that. Like, that's their own. Like Yeah. That's would, their
1: medical That's their medical stuff. Like, you don't need to feel HIPAA. like. You don't feel like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, HIPAA. Um, you know, because of my job. But I'm like, you know, you don't need to feel like you have to give a reason. You shouldn't have to give a reason why you're doing anything on your day. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Next one. Me and my boyfriend met on Hinge during the pandemic. Initially, things were going well. The only issue was that he never wanted to FaceTime. Catfish. It's not in there, but I said that. I don't think it's a catfish. It's not a catfish story. I've read the story oh, already. It's not a catfish okay. story. You're good. <laughs> Reactions. Um, I was okay with this because I actually wanted to get to know him as a person. Okay. Eventually, we met up, and he looked good, so there wasn't a problem. He asked me to be his girlfriend on the first date. I said no, but eventually, I gave in after a few dates, and we ca- became official. On a weekend away, I noticed he didn't really have nice going out clothes. My boyfriend is an engineer, so money wasn't the issue. It sounds like my, my boyfriend. He said... <laughs> <God>. <laughs> he does have nice going out clothes. They're just at the back of the, um, the closet. closet. <laughs> um My boyfriend is an engineer, so money wasn't the issue. He said to me that this was because he didn't care much about appearances. I offered to pick out some outfits for him to buy so we can look good together when we both go out and want to make an effort. He was reluctant, and I felt like I was forcing him, so I dropped it. Good idea. Fast forward a week, and he FaceTimed me to tell me he shaved his head bald. (gasps) Sounds like my boyfriend! (laughs) I'm so sorry for the side comments. I'm so glad I'm reading this one. It looks awful, and together... (laughs) Shit, girl <laughs> it looks awful and together with his bad dress sense i feel it's too much for our new relationship i'm not shallow i completely understand looks aren't everything but it is bad to want someone to make an effort oh sorry but is it bad but is it bad to want someone to make an effort to look good for their new girlfriend should i leave or is there a way around this i like him as a person but now i feel like i'm taking care <laughs> got you <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, the first up and now I like I'm Caillou. Oh I God. saw that one and was like, it Baldwin has to
1: be I am on the floor deceased. Oh my gosh. Girl. <laughs>
2: you love bald guys. I, so have I have saw th- this one I was like, it has I to go have in the episode. A thing.
1: I have a thing. I have a thing for bald men. I do. <laughs> it. It's It's a weird thing. But <laughs> <laughs> You like that cute one. <laughs> Okay, but my boyfriend, like when he shaves his head, it's bald, but his hair grows back fast. He just has a receding hairline. So but that's you also why he had shaved. a thing for that fiddle player. All that fiddle player was fine. Was bald. Fine. Fine. And he played the fiddle. Okay. was bald. Listen, uh, does he have facial hair? I need to know these things. You didn't put in enough information, sweetheart. It's just bald all around. His whole body's bald. <laughs> My boyfriend has hair no everywhere. Eye- no else. eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking straight like it's out of Tr- French. Truly Caillou. <laughs> like a dark horror version of Caillou. It's like Charlie Brown with that one little squiggle hair. <laughs> <laughs> like alfalfa minus the rest of the hair. Okay, anyways. Um hmm. Girl, I don't think you like him. <laughs> <laughs> um oh because not laughing at you, but I genuinely don't know if you truly like this person because I think if you deep down really did love this person and like this person, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't because, bitch, I have dated... It wouldn't matter. I've dated some ugly-ass men in hindsight. The doctor, heinous.
2: <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> disgusting. What the fuck was I thinking? I looked at your face that night. I met him and said, he's so hot. Looking back, I'm like, he literally looks like a naked mole rat
1: mind you we did have some drinks that night but i looked in his eyes once i said these are the eyes he is so sexy he's the eyes i want to look at
2: in the rest of my life he looks like rufus you literally said from fucking kim possible i'm gonna marry this i was like these are the eyes these beady little eyes are the eyes
1: i want to look into for the rest of my damn life bottom line i don't think you like him as much as you think because I don't think, I don't think it would eat at you as much. I can understand the, like, not yes. having nice clothes going out. And, like, because, you know, if you're dressing up nice and they're always in sweatpants, you know, I think there's there's some effort that could be put in there. Yeah. But, but you said you're dating Kai. <laughs> so I'm going to go with it's a heck no for you. And you should go find. Go find I someone mean, else. I mean, red flag that he <laughs> asked you to be his girlfriend on the first date. Yeah, that too. That's that's a little much, <laughs> and they're like not wanting to FaceTime. I mean, I don't know to each to their own, own about the FaceTime. To each thing. their own about the FaceTime because
2: I don't know what I would do. I know some people who don't like to FaceTime, but like you met on Hitch during the pandemic, so like I understand wanting to FaceTime. I mean, I was dating the actor during that time and we FaceTimed like all the time. Well, it makes time. you
1: when you can't when it's during the, a pandemic since you know we've all been or like through that long now. distance or whatever. Right, you know, it's, like it's hard to only do it through a phone if you can't meet up so i i understand you wanting to do that but i don't know i i think you should uh sit down ugly men and not once i think "Mm, get your journal out and write down your thoughts maybe like a pro con list but if you have to do a pro con list i don't think it's it's it it's a no for me dog yeah it's a no for
2: me too i feel like simon cowell (laughs) okay so this one's like my specialty honestly Hi there. So I go semi-regularly to a local coffee shop to do some work. Me too. Recently, I've noticed one of the baristas and I find him attractive, so I figured I could maybe ask for his number. However, I am conflicted as it's his place of work and I do not want to make him uncomfortable or to overstep his boundaries. Is there any way I could ask this person out without making him uncomfortable or should I just bite my tongue and not bother?
1: Girly pop. Write your number on the receipt. I date so many baristas. I love coffee shop you men. You do. They <laughs> are is, your type. That is my
2: dating pool. Write your number down, like, on the receipt.
1: Like, I don't know if they, like, that square. Then that way you're not, like, asking him and bombarding him at his you're place of work, but and you're giving off. him the option. Like, you're putting yourself out there. And I feel like that's so attractive. Yes. So. I've, yeah, I've, like. like you've you, done that before, but it was with the musician. I've done it
2: before like with, at, with a waiter, at oh, a yeah. restaurant. Yeah. I've done it with a musician. I've done it with two musicians. Uh I've done it with uh, baristas as well. I was say, you if done they, it with that one barista. If they are using a square register, there's they don't usually print uh, receipts. Napkin. So napkin, leave it on the table. If you know that he cleans up the tables, do that.
1: Or you could uh if they have paper receipts, write right on the seat. If you get signed something for that. Or like do a it napkin and like on your way out, just like slip it to him. Yeah. Like, really cheeky. Absolutely.
2: I think, or like if you don't want to give them a number, like, Instagram. Like, yeah. Remember, like, to connect a photo, like, to, like, who you are and everything. I would also say if there's a way, they have a square register. You usually will get an email receipt or a text receipt. When you click on the link, it will show you the whole receipt. Some places allow you to give a little feedback on that receipt. You can type in a whole
1: message. Just know he may not be the one that reads it. Make sure that whoever
0: gives it it to that person.
1: (laughs) Look, there is this
2: one man who works at a local coffee shop near me, and I'm deeply in love with him. And, you know, he doesn't believe in the sanctity of marriage. It's fine. He's the one person that I would just give that whole idea up for. And I really like him. You know this. I know know this. I'm just saying. We know this. (laughs) Uh, I, I love him. He is beautiful. He almost came to my house. He is gorgeous. Regardless, I, I went there a couple times, never got the hint. I had his number eventually because we knew each other through the people. So, like, I actually I did ask him out that way. However, if that had never happened, I would have probably, like, you know, written on a napkin. Or, like, I usually ask if they, like, have a girlfriend first sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. are you seeing anybody? Or, like, just somehow trying to work that into that there before I... I before you so, just, like, put yourself out on a napkin? Yes, because it's so, <laughs> so awkward, awkward when you're yes. rejected like that. But, yeah, do it. I, I highly recommend I don't think, like, you're crossing, like, any boundaries or anything, like, if you just leave him your number and give him that option. Uh, most guys... Or, like, wait
1: until he's off work to ask for his number, if yeah. you want to ask for his number. But I think putting it in his ballpark is the better option. Uh, yeah,
2: I don't think guys usually have an issue with stuff like this as much as, like, girls would and everything. We would probably be like... Ew. Ew. <laughs> like, if a guy wrote his number on a receipt and everything like that, if, and I didn't find him attractive... You'd be like, ew. That's another... It's one thing, like, do you, if you if you if he's been flirting with you at all like there's a you can tell like if they are flirting with you at all like trust me there's men that come into my work and I, so <laughs> the bottom of your receipt there's a chance for you to fill, fill out a survey as well too and you get in to win like this gift card or whatever and i almost did this one guy but i'm so glad i did it because he has a whole ass wife <laughs> i found that out later on but usually we come into my store and I wanted to be like, if you go on here and fill out the survey, like my name's Emily, um, and just lets us know if we're doing like a great job. And then if you go to this link, which is my Instagram handle, um, I can let you know if you are doing a great job as well, or whatever, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a really cheeky line like that, and everybody was like, "Oh my god, that's so good!" So I've like been on the clock <laughs> and still hit <laughs> on people. So no, I don't think you're crossing any boundaries. No, so, like, not there's at all. a way to know.
1: Oh yes. Okay, so. Here's the deal. I have never had a good relationship with my sister. To be completely honest, we don't like each other and never see eye to eye. But recently, during some tough family situations and COVID, I felt like we were beginning to build a relationship. She's been in a relationship for five plus years, but has been cheated on twice. By this person? The most recent occasion resulting in her ending the relationship. Okay, her, so like okay, a the same okay. person. Okay. Her boyfriend treats her like a second thought. He's never made any effort with me and my family, and honestly, I barely know anything about him other than all the awful stuff my sister tells me about him. I've heard her yell at him more than I have ever heard her say she loves him. Anyway, our wedding is soon, and due to COVID, we are on limited numbers. Last I heard, he was out of the family. I get a call from my sister who hasn't spoken to me in weeks, calling to ask if he can come. I don't know what to say, so I call my dad to confirm. He responds with, he's my son-in-law, right? This guy cheated on my sister several times. Times and never even speaks to me. Yet I'm being forced to have him in my wedding pictures. On top of all this, I'm pregnant, and my sister has shown no interest at all. She only called me to ask if her cheating boyfriend can attend. Am I an asshole if I pissed my whole family off by not speaking to him at my wedding and not even wanting him there?
2: Um, so I'm confused if they're married or not, or their boyfriend and girlfriend. If they're boyfriend and girlfriend, um, I don't. I've gone to weddings before where the bride is like no significant others unless you're married mm-hmm. to attend the wedding because it's a very small. They want to keep it very small, very intimate. Totally fine and understandable with that. I've also been into weddings where the bridal party can bring anybody. So the wedding I was in where I was a bridesmaid back in 2019, the bride allowed all the bridal party to bring a significant other. It didn't matter how long you've been dating. Like she was going to let me bring the musician who had only been dating for like two months. Mm-hmm. But the wedding guests could only bring significant others if they were, like, married or had, like, been together for, like, a really long time because she didn't want anybody, like, fl- like any flings, like, in her wedding pictures, which is also totally fine. Mm-hmm. It's your fucking wedding. I was going
1: to say, it's your day. Again, going back to the wedding <laughs> thing.
2: your so, day. What, what do you think, though?
1: Yikes. Um, It sounds like they maybe are married because her dad said that he is... His son-in-law, or maybe he's just alluding to the fact that he assumes they're going to get married. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I would do in this situation. To be completely honest, I probably would just have him at the wedding and just not speak to him. Not speak but it to him sucks. But he, Does he have to be in the wedding? Photos? I was gonna say I would just make sure that you get wedding photos with just your family. He's yeah. not family. Yeah. Even if, even if he is married to your sister, you need. And I, I think that's something that people forget is that they can just get a family photo with, just like, blood. just blood relatives. Yeah. Like, does not need to have people that are married. Like, when I get married, I want a photo of my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother, and myself. And no, not their significant others. Yeah. Exactly. I don't need them yeah. in my wedding photos. Yeah. And if you want to get one picture with him in it, cool. Other than that, if he, if it's, if he is going to cause you stress... Maybe. If he's going to cause your sister stress, maybe. Like, are they, like, fighting a lot? Like, are they fighting? Are they, are they on like, good terms? Are they going to make like, a scene at the wedding? I would just ask your sister, like, straight up, like, on what terms are you and so-and-so? Like, what's going on? Are you fighting? Are you... Can you be civil? Yeah. If she says no, Do they have this at the same table, like, with the rest of your family? Yeah, like, maybe... Yeah, like, maybe... <laughs> I don't know. This one's kind of hard, because sounds like he's family, but not really... What would you do
2: if he was your sister?
1: Well, if my sister wasn't speaking to me and not involved in my pregnancy, bye. (laughs) I mean, she'd be at the wedding, but like, bye. (laughs) I'm so sorry. No, my sister and I are close. I always feel bad for people that don't have that closeness with their siblings. Um, And I know sometimes it's just due to, like, difference of opinions. People live in different situations. But I don't know. Maybe I would focus on your relationship with your sister and sit her down and just explain that, like,
0: you're worried like about like her? I'm
1: worried about you like I want you to be involved in my life I don't feel like you really want to be like is something going on is there anything I can help you with blah blah yeah. blah Absolutely. that might push her away but I mean know that you're coming
2: about it from like a good place yeah. kind of thing I don't have siblings so I cannot relate to any of yeah
1: this. that would be hard to do that would be hard to deal with okay. for sure
2: All right. So this one, I recently started a job, and after my third paycheck, I decided to find a good day when I was off to do my favorite things. So I booked a reservation for my favorite restaurant, booked a nail appointment at my nail salon, and went shopping at stores to get some new clothes and some handbags. My boyfriend asked when I would be off, and so I told him that I could hang out with him any other day except for this particular day that I was using for myself. When he found out about all this, he said that he was going to follow me and confront me because he felt it was a little weird, and that if I was going to go with a friend or anything, he could just tell him and it wouldn't have raised any concerns. However, He followed me into the stores and the parking lot, except he didn't follow me into the salon or restaurant because he didn't have a reservation. It wasn't until I went to the restaurant that he couldn't watch me, so he felt I was sneaking around with someone else, I guess. When I did see him, he asked me if I was up to something. His reasoning was nobody goes out by themselves and does all this. That's weird. I don't know if my location updated constantly throughout the messaging app and he was following me, but I felt weirded out by him doing this when I told him I was treating myself out for a bit. He even watched as I drove home and I... Feel worried, too, because I didn't even know he did all this. I feel like he doesn't trust me, and I am creeped out and that he went to all these lengths. It makes me reconsider my relationship with him, and I told him that to which he said I was being dramatic to how he reacted to, ma- to making sure I wasn't cheating. Some of my friends have said I should have invited him, and I don't know if it, that was weird to plan a fun day by myself. How do I even address this? Do I just invite him from now on so he doesn't get suspicious?
1: <laughs> what? This guy... You're being par- a stalker. This you're doing Joe Goldberg. Is, this guy's paranoid. This must have happened to him. Somebody must Goldberg. have cheated yeah. on him. Yeah. For him to think that that's what you're He's doing. He's
2: insecure. Very insecure. You're allowed to go out and date yourself and like do things by yourself. Like you're fully allowed. My I do this all the time. My boyfriend
1: expects me to do that. I expect him to do that. We cannot be with each other 24 7. No. And he knows that I'm not out cheating on him. No. He doesn't trust you And I which also is why- don't share my location with him. So that's the first thing if he made you share your location with him yeah the only reason i would do that is for safety yeah like if i were to like get kidnapped by my stalker or something oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but yikes no, no you should not have invited him with with you
2: and you shouldn't have to feel like you have to invite him from now on and i would
1: also feel suspicious i would also break up with
2: him <laughs> <laughs> end of story get out <laughs> because this is just fucking weird yeah, like yeah. you should be able to do whatever the hell you want and not have to ask for permission for you're not even if you're fucking married, you still shouldn't have to do this. Like, right, you, it's your money. You're allowed to spend it how you want. It's not like you asked him for like all this money, and then like you know he wants to know like exactly where you're going. Like I understand, like I feel like you asked for like a thousand dollars, and he was like, "What the fuck are you going to spend a thousand dollars?" Like I could probably understand that, mm-hmm. but like it's also like none of your, his business, like. Whatsoever. Like, you're entitled to have days to yourself and not tell anybody, like, what you're doing. Like,
1: it's privacy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everybody's Mm -hmm. entitled to it. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. So, this one says, I think I have a crush on my boyfriend's friend. The thing is that I started dating my boyfriend while I still liked his friend, and I thought that feeling would pass, but it didn't. I love my boyfriend, that's for sure, but I'm very afraid that our That our relationship isn't going to work because of that friend. I think about him too much, like, every day. I feel so bad about this. I don't actually want to be this way, but I can't help my thoughts. I wonder if I can get past this feeling someday. What do you think I should do? Break Break up up with with your boyfriend. boyfriend. Break up with your boyfriend and go date his friend.
2: Like, one, (laughs) you had to acknowledge that if you do date your boyfriend's friend, does your boyfriend's friend even like you?
1: Yeah, is this First something off. you're making up in your head? Are we trying to play Ariana Grande?
2: First off, does your friend, do your boyfriend's friend even like you? Because I would say break up with your break up with your boyfriend, but if you go and try to date his homie, does his homie even like you? Or are you just like imagining like because you have a god complex and think that everybody else is into you. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that you have a god complex, but like it's possible like mm-hmm. sometimes people do that. Second of all, you have to acknowledge that even if your boyfriend's friend does like you, he might choose your boyfriend over you Mm -hmm. and choose to stay friends with him instead of, you know, getting a drama and dating you. Third of all, your boyfriend, if you do date his friend, your boyfriend is going to not like you and hate you. And then you're going to have to also see your boyfriend all the time. It's Mm -hmm. awkward. As somebody who has done homie hopping very frequently, it is awkward and you just don't want to have to deal with it because... Like, have you heard Machine Guns Kelly, my ex's best friend? (laughs) Mm -hmm. It it only makes things more complicated. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's natural to, like, wonder sometimes about somebody else. Like, when you're dating, like, it's possible to get crushes sometimes, but you never act on it. Right. I've done that before. I also have a Gemini Venus, which is what it sounds like you have, my friend, and you need to get some serious help. (laughs) (laughs) But... you just don't act on it. But the fact that you're obsessing about it and thinking about it every single day, that's a little weird. Um, you definitely well, should break and up with your boyfriend a, that.
1: And, and she said, uh, when they said they started dating their boyfriend while they still liked his friend. So they met at like the same time. Yeah, Which probably. is what I, I've i gone mm-hmm. through. I've literally mm-hmm. gone through that. And I mm-hmm. was just like, mm, well, I just feel sorry. like those situations just don't end up working out. No. Because there's just too, it's just too messy. It's too messy.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, it's been in every every single film, every TV show
2: this has happened. We mm-hmm. know how this ends. We know this. We know. We know. We know this. We know how this ends, and it doesn't end well for anybody involved. And it just gets complicated and messy. And you really want that to be like the origin story of your relationship? You don't. You, you really, really don't. want
1: to be like, I started dating you but I really liked your friend. Like, I,
2: I, <laughs> like by the motto, the- <laughs> I live by the motto, some boys come into your life so you can meet their friends. True. But that's because usually you and the first guy, you and your boyfriend, are on terrible terms. You break up. And then, like, his friend's His friend, friend sw- is like, hey, I'm coming in. to save you. Exactly. It's not, I am dating this guy, and then, oh, I like his friend. Let me end this to be with somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I've done that many times before. It does not end well for you, my dear. hmm you are the Mm -hmm. one that no one because they can easily remove you from this group they are best friends like they you're easily subtracted from this problem right like (laughs) exactly exactly so don't do it thank you so much just break up with your boyfriend thank you (laughs) so i've been dating my boyfriend for almost two years we have been living together for over a year when we first started dating he made it very clear that he was uncomfortable with male friends And I would say I have quite a few close male friends, all of which I've been friends with for eight to ten years now, two of which I do have history with. Let's call one H. We slept together seven years ago before we even knew each other, one drunken night out, and then we got close afterwards. If I'm honest, I forget I even slept with him because we we have been such good friends for seven years and I don't see him in that way. And then there's M., We have been friends for eight years, and about five years ago, we went through a period of semi-dating slash seeing how things go, which lasted four to six weeks. Mutually, we knew it wasn't going to work, and we've stayed very close friends ever since. Since I have been friends with both of these guys, there's been periods where they have had a girlfriend, I've had a boyfriend, we've both been single, etc., and nothing else has ever happened, simply because I do not see them like that. Also, both of them are in serious situations with their other halves, living together, getting married next year, etc. My boyfriend, however, is uncomfortable with this. When we first started dating, I was very honest and open about the situation, and I said these are now my close friends and we stay in contact and see each other often. Due to COVID, I haven't seen a great deal of them in the past year, but now I'm trying to meet up with them. I suggested one of them could come over for takeout and see my new apartment on the same night that my boyfriend is out with his friends and he said he just wouldn't feel comfortable with that. I asked if it would be all right if I went out to dinner with him and he said yes, he just wouldn't be comfortable with me and him alone in the apartment. This is the guy that's getting married next year, by the way. And if I'm honest, I do see his point. At the end of the day, we do have history. But the fact is, I'm allowed to see them, but I can't have them over for dinner or something, like I would do with any of my friends, regardless of male or female. And this just makes me feel like he doesn't trust me. Also, he said regardless of there being history, etc., he would not ne- he would never feel comfortable with me having a male over. Even my male friends have I have had for over 10 years with no history. I would really like some advice or an alternative perspectives on... On this one, if possible, we argued last night, and it was very clear we were never going to agree on this. I just feel like I'm being told what I'm allowed to do. Whoa, Um, that's a lot to unpack. So, I don't have many true male friends anymore uh, that I don't have a history with. Most of them have liked me at some point, or I've liked them, etc. Same, but I, if I was dating a guy. And he told me that I wasn't allowed to be friends with somebody that would get on my nerves, and I would not appreciate that because at th- some point it does feel like you don't trust me, and it's you should trust me. I don't care if you don't trust this other person, but you should trust me enough that if something was to happen, I would stop it mm-hmm. because I'm with you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's what it comes down to in the, the day. You yeah. do not trust this other person; that's fine. You're not responsible. You're, I, no one can control this other person. Right. I can control myself though, and I can control the situation and put it an into it. But this person is also getting married. So
1: yeah, I just feel like your boyfriend doesn't trust you. Like you That's can go out dinner with this down. person, he but you can't be in the apartment together. Right? That doesn't make any sense. Like no,
2: I I don't care if you're at dinner or you're at the apartment together. Like you're still alone with each other. Like mm-hmm. It doesn't not, matter where you are. I,
1: no, Literally. like if something was gonna happen, it's gonna happen regardless. Exactly, and it doesn't sound like it is with yeah. you. Like, that you're genuinely friends. Like you forget that you even, like, were together at, mm-hmm. at some points
2: with these guys. And you've had these friendships for so long now. Mm-hmm. Like, longer than you've been dating your boyfriend. And mm-hmm. you made it very... Cl- he made it very clear at the beginning, and that should have been a red flag. Um, and that should have been a boundary that you established at the beginning. But the fact that you've been dating for two years, and you're still having to have this fight and this argument, it doesn't seem like that's going to be anything that gets resolved on. And I get boundaries, and... But this is something that, like, there has to be some compromise in there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Because I'm
1: sure he has female friends.
2: Yeah. Like, I've dated. That's the thing. I've dated guys who have a ton of female friends. And mm-hmm. I've never taken issue with them hanging out with any of those women. Yeah. Like, I've been yep. like, I trust you. Like, mm-hmm.
1: I Yeah. I think, bottom line, it just comes down to trust. You obviously trust your boyfriend. He obviously does not trust you. And that might just be because of things he's- that have happened in his past. But I would sit him down and ask him why. Like, so, he really like, just I need just Like, I need to know your why. It just sounds insecure because I I have to date people who are constantly insecure. Like I literally act, I do films where I make out with yeah. people. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe it would help if you brought him along and him and your male friends became friends. Yeah, like, like, like try having to having to kind of introduce them and ha- maybe them building some sort of relationship. Then it maybe will seem, especially if one's about to get married, do a double date. Yeah. Get, the, get them on the same page. But get them to know like each other. also, the
2: idea that they may also still not like each other. True, true. But maybe
1: it will feel, maybe he will be a little bit more settled with yeah, that. Absolutely. I just think, yeah, there's some insecurity there that needs to be mm-hmm. dissected. There's some communication that needs to happen there. Because Outside of fighting, try to sit down and calmly talk about it. Yeah. Because as best as you can. I know it's really hard too sometimes, but. You shouldn't have to compromise your friendships for your boyfriend. I'm sorry. Like, I just don't agree with that. Mm-mm. Nope. All right, I think this one is our last one. Yes, wrap it up with okay, us. now. let's go. My fiancé and I are planning our wedding and mailed out our invitations. Another wedding one. Wow, okay. Wow. <laughs> guess we're getting married. When we got to the RSVP from his sister, it said that four people would be attending. I was shocked to see this as I was only expected expecting two coming from them. When I reached out to her to see who the extra two people were, she told me it would be her, her husband, and their kids, 13 and 15 now, will be 14 and 16 at the time of the wedding. I told her that the kids weren't invited, and she seemed surprised. She said because the invitation didn't specify no kids or a specific number of seats that she thought that because we're family, the kids should be invited. I told her today it's just common courtesy that kids aren't invited to weddings. My fiancé is close with his niece and nephew, and I know he spent a lot of time with them when they were younger, but I just don't know them, and I don't want kids at my wedding. I don't want it to feel like someone has to babysit them all night. The 14-year-old is fine and is rather social, but at every family event, the 16-year-old is just on her phone and is antisocial, and I don't want that energy at my wedding. Now his whole family is upset with me for not inviting the kids. His parents are saying that they really aren't young kids and aren't that much younger than my youngest sister. She's 20, and my fiancé, and I have a 17-year age gap. My fiance is telling me to invite them, saying how well behaved and that at his last wedding when the oldest was seven, she was so excited and really appreciates special events. We've compromised and said that the kids can come for the ceremony and stay for family pictures but are not allowed at the reception, but I'm secretly hoping that the kids will just decide not to come. It's my wedding and I shouldn't have to invite anyone I don't want to. I don't understand why his family doesn't get that and why they're so upset with me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Girly Pop, you're in the wrong. You're in the wrong. First off, it's not your family. It's his family. I was going to say, it's it's not just your wedding. It is also your fiancé's wedding. Yes, who I'm sure is also helping pay for some of this wedding, too. And
2: the fact that he's, like, asking you to have them at the wedding. And, like, the one of them, like, they're not that young. They're not, like, little kids who are going to be running around making a muck. Right. And crying. Like, right. I understand, like, not wanting, like, babies. And, like, toddlers. At the wedding, I get that because you don't want to hear the crying. Stuff but I like also that.
1: feel like when it's family, yeah, I feel like family is kind. For me personally, family is the uh, outlier to that. Like also, if I, if you're gonna have a kid-free wedding, sure, but I think family uh, is a little tricky. Also, it's not just common courtesy that kids aren't invited to weddings. Mm-hmm. If you want a child-free
2: wedding, you, you need have to, specify to specify that. that. Yeah, no yeah. one. I'm sorry. I do I want children at my wedding. No, but I'm going to specify that. Back to our earlier statement: make a
1: list of rules. on am yeah, Make a Just website. Hire the dude it, from <laughs> the first. <laughs> hire that dude from the other uh,
2: episode, like from the other question, and like yeah. make him make yeah, make your website and everything. Yeah. yeah, like
1: I don't think I. I think I've been to child-free weddings, but, but it's because it is they specified. specified. Yes. Like, other than that, is also free. I'm sorry.
2: I don't think a 14 and seven, 16 year old are considered children no. in this scenario. Mm-mm. Like. They what? are able to engage in a conversation. They are able. They're not gonna cry and throw tantrums and stuff like that. And you don't want this energy at your wedding. They're and, minding their own business by being on the phone, like is a the phone. Yeah. They're not taking photos and like being obnoxious and
1: running around. Like they're literally trying to mind their own business. Right. And it sounds like your fiance really wants them at the yeah. wedding. Like to me, uh, it wouldn't even be a question. Like no, it it would. They would be there if it was like a distant relative and like your fiance didn't really care. Or like way, if you have
2: would, literally never met them. Yeah. Or, like, and your fiancé just is like, I really don't care if they're here or not. Like, they has
1: no, I have no fine. feelings about it. Then fine. But, like, your like fiancé actually close. sounds like they want them there. Yeah. So,
2: you're kind of being a little bit of a bitch right now.
1: Well, and, like, so. just remember, it's 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 a combined thing. Yeah, it's not you know? just your it's day. It's not just your day. It like, is your day, but it is also their day. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, so. think, I think so often, like, when people are planning weddings, they
2: forget about the groom's wants and needs. Like... They may not be that active and mm-hmm. may let the bride take control of a lot of stuff, but they still, like, want to feel Yeah, when you share like something, involved.
1: you have to involve the other person Like, it's about it. your relationship. You coming together as a couple. Meaning these your things. families become, like, you, his family is yours. Your family is his. Like, you are all family. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm it's assuming... It's more that, than just a party to celebrate. Well, like, I'm assuming,
2: it, like, you're going to also see these people later on. Like, how awkward is that going to be? That, yeah. like...
1: Yeah. I... They're Just going to invite feel like them. The kids, kids Just invite like, them. I'm so. They're like, not gonna bother you. Yeah, they're not. Just invite them. So I think that's it. Is that all the questions? That's I all think the keys. So. yes. That was fun. Yes, I, I really love these those. episodes. I like
2: when we do like longer ones too, like this. We mm-hmm. can really get into it and everything because yeah. these are things that we never would have probably talked about like on Mm-mm. the show. I mean, we're not getting married, so how often we gonna talk about weddings? I know, but, Exactly.
1: Like, it's wedding season, y'all. Like people are trying to get married. Like they people had, are. Didn't, people didn't get to ma- get married last year. They're trying to get married. It's gonna be double wedding season A$AP up Rocky. here. Yep.
2: <laughs> so the survival tip we don't really have one for this week. I guess the survival tip is um, really be very communicative with their weddings.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we've learned anything, you're playing a wedding. Oh my god, communicate with people. Mm-hmm. Literally, just communicate. That's what mm-hmm. we always go back to. Make sure you and your fiancé are on the same terms and set up a list of rules if you really need to have them. And boundaries. Yep. Set up boundaries. boundaries with people. Boundaries with people. You're not getting married. Set boundaries with your significant other. Thank Don't you so much. Don't turn red flags into green flags. Also, so white um, flags. head on all the baristas.
2: Thank you so much. Yep.
1: And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also, like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gals Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which will be linked in the show notes. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help us out. So, thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey.